Don't mention anything else I've told you. I know how to handle it. I know you know, but I want to make sure you understand. Everything I told you is strictly off limits. If I understood any better, it would be tattooed on my head. Meryl Lawrence swore me to secrecy because she was afraid. She was a senior executive for a company called Woodson Energy Solutions, where Amy Breslin had been a chemical production engineer for 14 years. They manufactured fuels for the Department of Defense, which meant their work was classified. The first thing she asked when we met was if the word confidential on my business card truly meant confidential. I told her, yes, ma'am, it does. Swear to me. Swear you won't breathe a word. I promise. Four days earlier, Amy Breslin had taken a leave of absence without explanation and with no advance warning. She did so by email. Merrill and her bosses tried to reach Amy, but their calls and texts were not returned. A day later, Merrill went to Amy's home. Amy was gone, but nothing seemed amiss. The following day, Merrill discovered $460,000 missing from Amy's department. Merrill kept this discovery secret. She believed her friend had been coerced and hoped to handle the situation without involving the authorities. She hired me off the books and without her company's knowledge. She also refused to give me access to Amy's office, corporate email, and any information related to Amy Breslin's work. Security. I'll get the key from you in the morning. Want to meet in the same place? Oh my god, no, it's too chancy. I have to be in West Hollywood tomorrow. Pick a place and plan on meeting me at seven. I suggested a parking lot at the corner of Fairfax and Sunset, Meryl Lawrence liked parking lots. All right, tomorrow at seven, unless I hear otherwise. Maybe you can settle this tonight and save us the trouble. From the look of the dead little house, I doubted it. Is it still raining? Yes. If you do it in the rain, get out of your car and find her. One hour into the job, and I was already getting attitude. I fingered through Amy Breslin's file by the hazy glow of the streetlight. Her corporate portrait showed a round woman with light brown hair, a soft face, and the sad eyes of someone who lost her only child for reasons no sane person could understand. If she wore makeup, I could not see it. She was as anonymous as a blur in a crowd, except for the fact this particular blur possessed a Ph.D. in chemical engineering from UCLA. I tucked her picture into my pocket. When the rain stopped a few minutes later, I walked up the street and went to Lerner's door. A porch lamp hung beside the door, but the bulb was as dark as the rest of the house. I knocked, waited a few seconds, and knocked again. I pressed the buzzer, but the bell didn't work any better than the lamp. Lovely. I knocked some more, then went back to my car. Twelve minutes later, I was deciding whether to wait or return in the morning when an LAPD helicopter thundered overhead, so low it rattled my car. Its searchlight crawled across the nearby houses, making their newly wet roofs shimmer. I craned my head to watch. A flashing radio car suddenly filled the street three blocks ahead, and more lights flashed in my mirror. A second black and white crowded the intersection one block behind me. The helicopter boomed over again, raking the ground with its light. I twisted and turned. Whatever was happening was happening fast. More radio cars joined the first two, strobing the houses with red and blue flashes, 
as a small army of uniformed officers dismounted to block the street. The people who lived in the houses appeared in their windows or came outside to watch. I got out of my car and watched along with them. The Los Angeles Police Department was surrounding their neighborhood like a gathering thunderstorm. A short man in a faded sweatshirt came to the door of the house behind me and called out with a Spanish accent. What they doing? Setting up a perimeter. I think they're looking for someone. He joined me on the sidewalk. A woman holding a baby took his place in the door. The helicopter flew in a lazy circle three or four blocks wide, burning the earth with its searchlight. We stood below in a brilliant white pool, so bright we squinted, but then the pool was gone. The man hooked his thumbs in his pockets. We got too much crime around here. I got babies in my house. I pointed at Lerner's. The dark house on the next block. Does Thomas Lerner live there? He stands.